We all have bucket lists. As a lifelong sports fan, mine is full of tons of different sporting events and venues, from the NBA, NFL, Olympics, and beyond. However, my greatest bucket list item is something I want to share with the world and fans like me. What if you could attend a home college football game for all 130 and counting FBS programs? Seems crazy, right? Join me, your host, Bobby Wilson, as I take you along for the ride to see all the FBS venues and more. This is the TNT College Football Podcast. Hello, everyone. Bobby Wilson here from the TNT College Football Podcast. Glad to be back on this evening. Hope everybody's doing well. If uh, you're listening to this next installment uh, here, I am continuing breaking down all 133 FBS college football programs and continuing with on this segment with the North Carolina Tar Heels, who uh, last season exceeded expectations higher than anybody I believe could have imagined uh, getting to nine, to nine and five on the season, uh, six and two in the ACC. They started off 9-1 and one and lost those last four games, so they kind of hit a rough spot at the end um, because the defense just couldn't hold up. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, this is a team that returns a good amount of talent and, of course, a star quarterback. So they have an opportunity to uh, be at the top of the ACC once again. Uh, this is uh, one interesting thing. For me, looking at them, a bit of a sense. I think that they might be turning into a transfer you in a way. Um, and I wonder, with all the transfers that they're getting, um, they've started to struggle slightly uh, getting high school recruits to commit. And part of me wonders if that is because of Mac Brown and his older age and people just don't know the trajectory of the program and where it's headed. Um, just, just a thought. I'm not saying that that's the case at all um, because Mac Brown is obviously one of the best coaches in the, in the game and, and has <clears throat> been one of the best coaches in college football for quite some time. So I'm, I'm not questioning uh, his coaching ability at all. I'm just throwing the thought out there um, as it's something that I thought of earlier uh, as I was doing the breakdowns as I was doing my research and everything. Um, looking at uh, UNC, um, they play at Keenan Stadium, um, which seats uh, 51,000. I have been there for a spring game um, in the past. That uh, was Mitchell Trebrinsky's last year there when I was at the spring game. <clears throat> Beautiful venue. Um, one that I enjoyed, and I can't wait to get back for a uh, regular season game, but I was able to tour the facilities and everything at unbelievable uh, facilities. Um, just what you would expect from an ACC level program and a program that's produced countless NFL players, uh, facilities and stadium alike um, are exactly what you would expect. I mean, second to none. Um, looking at a coach on the rise now uh, for the program for the Tar Heels, uh, I'm going with, uh, Assistant head coach, passing game coordinator, wide receivers coach, Lonnie uh, Galloway. And, and I choose Coach Galloway for this uh, because of uh, his what he has been able to do through his coaching career, rising up the ranks. Um, started coaching at Elon, 
as a quarterback and wide receiver coach. He was there for quite some time. Then went to ECU for 0304 to coach wide receivers. Uh, App State, 05 to 07, same thing. West Virginia, 08 to 10, same thing. Wake Forest, 2011 to 12, wide receivers, co-pass game coordinator. Back to West Virginia in 13 through 15, assistant head coach, wide receivers coach. Um, Louisville, 16 through 18, co-offensive coordinator, wide receivers coach. And then ever since 2019, he has been back at North Carolina. 2019-2020 served as a wide receivers coach. 2021-2022 got that assistant head coach added on to that. And then this year has passing game coordinator added on to that. Um, coach Galloway has been there and done that as a coach. As you can see, I mean, he's produced many many good wide receivers i mean just at his time at north carolina but on his other stops as well um, just a plethora of really talented wide receivers um, <clears throat> but also i i think this is someone moving forward uh, may have an opportunity when mac brown steps down whenever that may be is he considered as a potential candidate for the head coaching position. <clears throat> Time will tell, obviously. Uh, but somebody who's done a fantastic job producing NFL players um, at multiple stops, but especially here at North Carolina. <clears throat> and he's got a couple and he's got another one this year, and I'll get to that. Um, going to the offense, position by position breakdown now. I mean, there's no other way to put it, but quarterback Drake May is one of the most electrifying players in college football. Uh, the ACC Player of the Year finished second nationally in total offense per game with 358.5 yards per game. He threw for 4,321 yards, 38 touchdowns, only seven interceptions. And he also led the team in rushing with 698 yards, and then he added seven touchdowns on the ground. And all of this being a redshirt freshman. <laughs> so... Tremendous, tremendous season by Drake May in year one. Was a was in Heisman contention early on, especially during their nine and one start. Burst onto the scene, it was amazing, um, and I cannot wait to see what he does this season. He, like I said, he's an electric football player and someone I enjoy watching. Uh, the running back room needs to get more production to take uh, the hits off of Drake May. Yes, you want to use Drake May's legs as much as you can because it's such a great weapon. But at the same time, uh, I, I know that the staff would enjoy him not having to take the hits that he takes when he does run. Um, Elijah Green had eight touchdowns last year, led the team in rushing touchdowns. Then there's Omarion Hampton, um, British Brooks, Caleb Hood, and uh, George Petaway all have experience uh, making this one of the ACC's deepest running back units um, just so it, the it's a deep group they just need to get a little bit more production from it is 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 what they're looking for um, the receiving core loses two to the NFL uh, the return of wide receivers JJ Jones and Kobe Pesor and tight ends Bryson Nesbitt John Copenhagen Haver and Kamari Morales are big. Those three tight ends combined for over 1,100 yards receiving last season. Um, 
but it's the additions of Nate McCollum from Georgia Tech and Devontae Walker from Kent State that are massive. Uh, Tez Walker had almost a thousand receiving yards last season at Kent State, and he is the Tar Heels' next future NFL wide receiver. Um, tremendously gifted player uh, who I cannot wait to watch playing at the ACC level. I live in Mac Country, so I saw Tez Walker play. Uh, numerous occasions, and he was unstoppable at times in the MAC. And I'm really looking forward to seeing him week in, week out in the ACC. Uh, UNC returns four starters on the offensive line. Um, in center, uh, Corey Gaynor, left guard Ed Matellis, right tackle Spencer Rowland, and left tackle William Barnes. And then the addition, the addition of Willie Lampkin from Coastal Carolina. He has 38 career starts, should fill uh, the right guard spot. Um, so this offensive line has the potential to be one of the best in the league. And uh, I know we talked about a bit of the running game performing better. I think this uh, really good offensive line could help with that. <clears throat> uh, shifting to the defense, this is where the improvement needs to be made. Uh, the defensive line needs to step up and get more pressure on the quarterback. UNC managed only 17 sacks last season. Um, defensive ends, Camion Rucker and Desmond Evans are, are two of those guys that need to step up and get a little bit more production, rushing the passer. Uh, defensive tackles, Kevin Hester Jr., Miles Murphy, Tamarian Fox, and Javre Ridgey have tons of experience. Uh, look for Florida State transfer. Amari Gaynor uh, to possibly play a rush end slash linebacker role that could really help this unit. Um, he could also obviously help in the linebacker core, but the linebacker duo of Power Eccles and Cedric Gray is one of the best in the ACC, one of the best in the country, really. Uh, both had over 100 tackles apiece last season. Gray himself had 145 and was named an, an All-American by some publications. Uh, but experience is a concern behind them. I mean, those two, I mean, obviously you have over 100 tackles apiece. You're not missing much time, not coming out of the game a lot, and that's the case with these two. Um, you just hope that they can stay healthy uh, because they're extremely talented. Like I said, one of the best duos in the ACC, but also in the country. Uh, the secondary underperformed last season, and it gets an influx of talent coming in. Uh, the additions of safeties, Antavius Lane from Georgia State, and Derek Allen from Georgia Tech, and cornerbacks Armani Chapman from Virginia Tech, and Elijah Husey from East Tennessee State are big. Um, Chapman and Husey should be the two starters at the cornerback position. And then safeties DeAndre Boykins and Giovanni Biggers return. Uh, they were both starters last year. So you could see that uh, position group kind of shaping out right there. Looking at special teams now, kicker Noah Burnett returns, but is in a competition with Cincinnati transfer Ryan Coe, so it'll be interesting to see how that uh, position shakes out. I could see Coe winning the job. Uh, Penner, punter uh, Ben Kiernan averaged nearly 47 yards per punt and really helped this unit improve. He is a great weapon to have um, as a punter. Uh, George Petaway is dangerous on kick returns. He averaged nearly 32 yards per kick return. Uh, 
So that's something to watch next year for the Tar Heels. Uh, final analysis, in my opinion, on UNC. Uh, the Tar Heels surprised many by starting 9-1 and one last season, only to lose four in a row down the stretch. The defense must step up and play better, or it's going to be more of the same. Uh, the offensive firepower is impressive, and then making it through a tough September will be key. Um, I didn't uh, go over the schedule yet, but uh, that tough schedule in September looks like this. They open up <clears throat> versus South Carolina on a neutral site in Charlotte. So a huge game there. Turn around the following week, play App State, and then they host Minnesota. Uh, then followed up by going to, per, to Pitt. Um, so an extremely difficult September. South Carolina, App State, Minnesota, and App Pitt. South Carolina at a neutral site. I mean, that is tough for anybody, but <clears throat> kudos to UNC for scheduling um, South Carolina, App, and Minnesota all in one season. That's that really, really impressive. Then they continue uh, with Syracuse, Miami, Virginia, three straight home games to start October. They go to Georgia Tech, host Campbell, host Duke, go to Clemson, and go to NC State to finish the year. Two tough conference road games to end the year, but they do have a ton of home games there. Um, but like I said, that September stretch um, could could be very telling. Uh, if they come out of that 4-0, that would be extremely impressive, and I think we could definitely see UNC rising up the polls quickly and potentially being one of those teams that could challenge Florida State and Clemson at the top of the ACC. Um, but again, <clears throat> this... Excuse, excuse me, it boils down to the defense improving. That's what has to happen. We know that the offense is going to produce. There's tons of talent on this roster, starting with Drake May, who is going to be a Heisman candidate, <clears throat> and tons of other options um, offensively. But if the defense doesn't pull their weight, it's going to be the same old thing, having to win shootouts every game, and... Uh, not being able to reach their full potential. So I uh, hope you guys enjoyed this breakdown. Um, appreciate uh, all the support I'm getting for these. Um, please like, subscribe, wherever you're listening to the podcast. Also uh, follow the podcast Twitter account at TNT College Foot One. Everybody have a good night. God bless.